building at the back. We're putting a big conservatory on at the back. Outdoor Could conservatory, yeah. Okay. Put planning permission in for it. I don't know, because people, do, like you, people do say, oh, it's a great, but great location. I'm not so convinced. No, I am. Really? Yeah, positive. Because if you put great food on somewhere, people will go to that location. It's not that far away from Stockton Heath, but... You're going to have, if you put great food on somewhere, people will travel mm. a long distance to actually go there. So in terms of it, it looks beautiful from outside. It's in a Victorian setting, that whole area there. Yeah, yeah. It's very Victorian. It's just a... Stretch away from the river. It needs somebody to take it over. And like you doing that first open mic night, to put people's confidence in it. Which is the thing that I loved about doing... Um, so I came down to yours a Sarah, couple of times, didn't I? Yeah, I didn't see you, you did. a couple of times. I only saw you once. All oh, right, no, I did come down maybe two or three times. So you did an Elton okay. John one, an Elton John themed one. Oh, that definitely wasn't me. <laughs> George and Michael. George, sorry. It I was remember George you at the George Michael. Michael. It was, it was George Michael. Yeah. And I think that's why I was thinking Elton John, because somebody did the uh, duet thing. Neil did Rocket Man. Right. He played Rocket Man on the keyboard. Right, there was somebody playing keyboard, yeah. I don't remember someone doing Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me, but maybe they did. <laughs> You're just imagining maybe, all this, aren't you? Maybe imagine. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting confused because they're two gay men. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mixing them up. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> No, I, honest to God, I could have sworn somebody did. I, I could have. Hang on, no, did somebody do... It was definitely a duet. Did somebody do Don't Go Breaking My Heart? Um, no. On one occasion. <laughs> I know that's not George Michael. I don't somebody, know. M Mickey may have done Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Some, Metal some, Mickey. Somebody definitely did it. Somebody definitely <laughs> did it. Because I, I remember thinking, oh, it was quite good actually. I was looking. Over I one. used to do one at the. It was short-lived, but it was at Marquis de Granby, and that was on a Saturday night. Where's that? Where's that? Is that the one in town somewhere? Opposite Church Street. Is it? The cottage. Yeah. Yeah. I have fond memories of the cottage because my gran used to be the when Rylands was still there. That was used as the restaurant for all the top bosses. Right. Okay. That's what it was. It was the top, the director's canteen, effectively. And I was about nine or ten or something like that, and, and she was the head cook there yeah so during the summer holidays i would go and I'd be in there all the time at the time i thought it was the most boring thing in the world so the cottage this is before it was an indian restaurant oh long long before it yeah. used to be like an in-house in where they'd yeah, serve food yeah. well where sainsbury's is now prior to that being built that was all the rylands factories okay and that was all knocked down and demolished and taken away and then sainsbury's emerged out of it but at the time it, the cottage was just surrounded by industrial buildings yeah making wire and whatever but originally it would have been on a country road path oh, that led yeah. into the town. Absolutely. Well, that Church Street was the main part of Warrington going back three or four hundred years ago. It was the road to live on. Yeah. And that's why there are so many sort of nice buildings along it. Yeah. Not so many these days, but there were. I did open mic night on the corner. It's a place, place called the Bridge Bar. It's not called the Bridge Bar anymore. That then went on to um, move to the old townhouse and then oh, moved right. on to the lounge and somewhere else. I've only been in the old townhouse once. Went in there. Long, That's long another time pub. Ago. That's another pub, which is it could be an amazing venue. Mm, but no. I did do an open mic night there. <laughs> done an open mic night at Friars Court, which oh, was right. Monday. It was called Tell Me Why I Don't Like Mondays. That's the first one I ever did. And then I went on to do Porter's Ale House on a Sunday night. That was a weekly one. And that's still running, that one. Well, still after all the trouble, because it's only just re-ending, oh, isn't it? Oh, yes. You've 
I forgot they closed it down, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they closed it down. So maybe it's not still running? Well, I know they're putting... I think I'm showing signs of early well, dementia. Yeah, they're putting... <laughs> fifteen, something like that. And you know, I lived on Chester Road and I thought, I'm gonna do this because mm. it's not about it's me not making money. Away. It's yeah. a community thing yeah. and I kept my equipment there. Oh no I didn't actually and I know I looked it well, back into a battle if you can leave your gear there. No, I did look it back into at the time when it was Andy. So I went in there and I did it and I continued to do it and after a, a year and a half of running that night it was really successful. So I went to them and I said look this is the amount of hours that I'm putting in each month now to keep it successful. So I asked them for a pay rise. They were actually brilliant. I sat down and I showed them. I said this is how much work goes into promoting the night. This is how much the website costs to put up for the year. This is the artwork that I do for the posters. Here's the time that I put in on Facebook and here's the hours that I put in on the actual night because I'd be showing up at five o'clock, six o'clock yeah, and yeah. I wouldn't be leaving till one o'clock yeah, and yeah. then you, you taxi back in two. And when I put it on paper and showed it to them, I basically said, you've got live music from eight o'clock till midnight and you've got a room full of people. It's not only live music, it's mm. an interactive experience yeah. where yeah. It's, in, it's including the audience. Mm. So why would you pay a band £200 to come in and play two 45-minute sets when they're going to finish? at X time okay. and only pay me, you know, yeah. 60, 80 yeah. pounds yeah. to do the open mic yeah. night and they agreed to pay me 120 pounds. That's good. Which I That's thought, good. it's fair that. I think it's fair, I still Absolutely. didn't come away with a lot because yeah. I paid one of the musicians to come down and play, but mm. he was a brilliant, he is mm. a brilliant musician. Mm. So, you know, it's yeah. it worth putting stuff well, back no, it is. It. But well, it is a community thing at the end of the day. You're doing it because you love music. You're doing it mm. for the community. You're not yeah. doing it to make... You're not going to get rich out of it, are you? No. You just want something so that you're not being taken advantage of. Yeah, and you're making them money. You're making the bar money. Much minimum or wage. Or £5 an hour. Yeah, if if you take into account what it takes to promote it as well, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. being paid about £5 uh, an hour. And, this, and the, one of the stipulations was you've got to prove that you are going to bring a good crowd with you every week. How can you prove that? How can you say I'm going to bring 20 or 30? friendly basically it's got to be friendly you don't want somewhere where you're gonna upset your locals in the pub yeah. so you kind of want somewhere that's got a little offside room if you get the locals on your side you're looking at a really good night and you could really make it work but you've got to have decent sound and you've got to have a lot of performance so if you're going to run the open as you know if you're going to run the open mic night from 8 till 12 you've got to make sure that you've got about 8 performers I'll put my money where my mouth is and come down and definitely support that Good. I will Good. support that open mic and who else will come I will put the word out there Hope, well, hopefully get Chris to come down well, Christmas, if, you, if, you can, if you can bring a few people brilliant. brilliant absolutely brilliant yeah so with this one it's going to start at eight o'clock and it's on a thursday. thursday will they allow people to ride around on roller skates <laughs> i'll send them a letter and see it looms high above london the shadows it shame casting a shroud over 
undisclosed needs Compact in their tomb The dead cannot speak As their loved ones are misled With each passing week It's a modernised gibbet On a show for the news The survivors are ignored Disdain and abused It's a government embarrassment That they cannot hide Unlike those poor souls Who are trapped deep inside few weeks ago I was in the red line watching a guy called Neil and he was having a gig there and I got talking to this bloke again called David and he said I run a PA hire company we should get together and start talking and we're now talking about using this sort of equipment and putting some sort of event on somewhere what do you think about this it's just a conversation at the moment do you think this would work say somewhere like Stockton Heath I'm thinking of initially I said Arley Hall but then you've got the problems about weather and if it's bad weather people aren't going to turn up yeah hiring somewhere and I just know at the moment so many frustrated musicians who hate going out and playing cover songs, but they're yeah. doing it for the money. Yeah. And, but they just intersperse it doing their own material. And that's mm-hmm. what they want to do, understandably. Yeah. That's all I ever wanted to do in my 20s. That's why I would never touch a cover song. Now I've gone the other way. All I'm interested in is doing cover songs just simply just to make but money. But you're, you're doing your own version of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. I think if I'm going to do cover songs, I'm going to do it my way. Yeah. So I was talking to this day last night and we're thinking of putting on an event somewhere. And do you think, because obviously we don't want to do it for altruistic reasons, because we want to make a bit of money out mm-hmm. of it, we're not going to yeah. make tons out of it. Do you think as a day event and into the evening that musicians would be willing to showcase them doing their work and pay for the privilege? I know that musicians do do that. Um in the cities but i think that if you did that in stockton heath it would definitely be frowned upon were you asking the artists to pay to play yeah well that's it's pay to play i used to live in london and i saw it all the time yeah everywhere you couldn't walk into a pub anywhere without pay to play going on yeah and at the time they were asking some like 30 quid you're not personally i think it's out of order right No, I'm not forcing anybody to I do get, it. I get what I get. What the idea behind yeah. it? There's, you build up a big crowd, and you yeah. get to show your yeah. showcase yeah. your your songs. Talents. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and for the sake of thirty quid for them, that would then cover our time because we would have to be there. Me and Dave would have to be there from about ten o'clock in the morning till midnight. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to give all that time up for nothing. So we've got to yeah. think of a way of getting some money paid for the time. Well, I've often thought, like, say for example, you take you get somewhere like the King's Club. I know that's not Stockton Heath, Where's but the King's it's Club? Saint, it's on St Mary's Street. Yeah, St Mary's. I used to live near there. So you go yeah. down into the bottom. It's really cool. It's like a little cave when you go down. Um, I really like it as a venue. It only fits about 100 people in there. So if you're having a celebration, you don't have to have it massively busy yeah, yeah. for everyone to have a good Hundreds time. Fine. Hundreds is a good number. So they will let you hire that place for free and you, you put a deposit down in case anybody, anybody yeah. wrecks the place. Yeah. I can't remember how much it is, but it's not, you know, it's something reasonable. Now... The entrance to the bar is perfect because you've got a little door and stairs that go down and you can charge people on the door. So if you were going to do it as a, an event, like a showcase a musical event and use that as a venue, again, you'd be putting a lot of work into it. 
if you charged, I don't know, something on the door, maybe five pounds, something well, like that. That was the conversation as well, and I've seen relatively recently in the last say eighteen months, loads of people trying that. Yeah. Rather than pay to play, sell tickets. But people aren't selling tickets, they just can't sell tickets. You could possibly make some money from that and also give the musicians I have tokens for a couple of free drinks at the bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's basically, the, it's like you're creating a music yeah. festival situation. Yeah. It's a little bit more I have thought unusual. about the, the, the ticket route is, I don't, I, it would be too much hard work because I've, I've seen it. There's a guy, I can't remember his name now, but he was he set himself up to do it a lot. I did loads around Warrington, yeah. did loads in Liverpool, and he was back in two, and he was forever ringing up everybody and just saying, buy some tickets. It's, well, on, look, it's five quid, and this, aren't you? From what I understand, he's now bankrupt. Nobody's interested in buying tickets. just doesn't work. Well, you, they're not going to buy tickets, so are they? You're just charging them an entrance fee. But it's effect is that not effectively the same thing? Passing trade. Oh, yeah, let's go have his music on. And what, oh, you've got to pay to come in. Oh, I'll forget it. We'll go over there. It's, the same well, the, it's a specific audience that you're going to get. So you're going to get, let's say, for example, you've got uh, six performers that are going to play throughout the evening. As long as you bring performers that are not a part of the same social group, then each performer brings a different group of people to come and see them play. It's a night out for everybody. You do have to get very creative with the way that you're actually going to sell the night as well. And really, it's a you know, it's a get people to come along it's to it. It's a tough it. one. I probably won't even actually take it any further. But, but you've only got to get, what, 80 people to come? 80 to 100? Well, but you have to make it enticing for people to come. Maybe £5 a bit too much on the door. I, th I think it is. I honestly, I've seen it. Yeah. And I've just seen people with so much effort and enthusiasm and hard work fail. Anything to do with ticket sales or on the door, people don't want to pay for a ticket. Mm -hmm. So that kind of ruins the point. Yeah. Uh, it's just a hard slog. People won't pay for this. Has the 21st century turned the clock back? For this towering graveyard, ashen and black, trapped inside families like sisters and brothers, tiny children, babies and their mothers. Don't forget the fathers as this stands through the sun, snow and rain. Sad MPs shake their heads, but the pity is faint. They're just doing their best. I'm running open mic nights. So I'd go to a venue and I'd sell it to them and they'd usually be 90% not interested. Yeah. And then what I would say to them is, look, I'll do it for the first two I will do for free. Yeah. If it's successful, then let's sit down and talk about... You can't really get... You have to put... You have to put an awful lot to get a bit back, get them on your side and prove to them that actually this is going to make you an extra £300 on the bar. Well, if you want to do one like that, I can tell you. I know somebody's looking for one. because He asked me, will you do an open mic for us? Yes, I'm not doing Tuesday, Wednesday. And I said, no, no, I don't want it during the week. We're busy in the evening because it's a nice... It's I a, really like doing a Saturday night. It, well, he, he said it's a Saturday night. People are out for fun. Yeah, I said, really? Saturday night? You're offering a Saturday night? And I said, that's, that's like gold dust. And he said, yeah, yeah, can you do it for us? And I said, yeah, I'll do a Saturday night for you. Really nice restauranty pub. And so he asked me to do it, and I said, yeah, yeah. So have they got somebody to do it? No. Ooh. I said, no, I'm not doing it, because he said... <laughs> will um, they allow a bubble machine and roller skate? So that's the I'm question. Sure, I'm, I'm sure they will. They well, once I tell you this bit... Taking time heals all the wounds As the body counts are locked up As they're sifting through the ruins From cover-ups and lies And all council pretenders From the stonewalling judges And 
For the first year to prove for the first year for the first oh, get year lost. for the first year to prove it works and I said you know oh, you mind I said are you joking on for a year for a year that's and ridiculous and he said well, and I'll review it after the first year and I said I said tell you what You're gonna really struggle to get people yeah, there yeah, as well well yeah. you'll get the performers you'll get but the will you get the drinkers well that's right the well, performers aren't the drinkers well that's a, that's right. a problem because he said Apart from that's me. why he <laughs> wants a Saturday taxi. night he said it's, it's yeah. you know we get the people in for meals but they've gone by seven o'clock when the pub's dead but it'd be pretty no cool if you could make it work because you've got your own little party going on there yeah, you'd have to yeah. you'd have to set up a minibus situation yeah, yeah. well i think you need now, them on your side basically yeah. and they're not on your side if they want I, you to I do think it now he, yeah i think now he would be more flexible to the idea you know thinking about paying you've got to think outside of the box if you say you'll do the first couple for free yeah then he might well go for it it also depends on what are they paying after that do you know what i mean Again, he just said it's negotiable. We'll work yeah. out something after that. Okay. Based on well, that's sales. interesting to yeah. know. I can understand where they're apprehensive, but they have to take the leap of faith with you that you are actually going to take responsibility for it being a busy night. Yeah. Well, that's the problem because it is a Saturday night. You'd think that would be great. Yeah, I can but see no what. Passing trade. Yeah, I can see what his what his predicament yeah. is. There's it's absolutely a no passing it's trade. It's a brilliant spot. What you would need to do though is you'd need to offer some sort of transport for people to yeah. get there and back. Yeah. The minibus idea is great, but it's down to you to pay for it. So you are paying to get people to go. The pubs won't. I won't the last three weeks now I've tried to get people to go to an open mic in Rainford it's right, a I saw them. yeah I saw the message last yeah. week and I, I was you know I nearly went to that I nearly asked you I nearly yeah. sent you a personal yeah. message yeah. and I, I was gonna go and, and I didn't I don't know why I didn't do well, that. I couldn't do it um, yeah I was gonna message you personally because yeah. people dropped out and I was really struggling and now the Rainford pub it's at the junction so it's just across from... I don't from really like, know that area at all. Well, I didn't know it until... How far away recently. It? It's quite far away. It's oh, a good so 50 minutes in a Oh, right, that far. Bus. I thought it was going to say about half an hour. The postcode, it's WA11, so the postcode is St. Helens, but it's on the outskirts. So it's oh, going into Merseyside. It's a long way. It's a long way. Um, I got a quote for a shuttle bus the other week, and they quoted £90. I've gone back to the same company and, and they've clearly made a mistake. Yeah, it's I know it's £130. So I, I was in a predicament where there's an open mic going on there. It's every week, it's a Friday. Do you run it? No, I don't oh, run right. it. Oh, I thought you were running it. No, it? no, I don't run it. I'm trying to remember the name of the guy that runs it. I've got terrible memory. He's a great host anyway. The proper old school musicians, the great musicians. They've got a setup, a keyboard setup, PA, a mixing desk. There's a saxophone player that goes there that used, that has played with the Beatles, and he's apt just to watch him play. He's in his seventies and he's been. Those white hot fat cats 
who think they only count to the budget price council who save the best amount well done all shall be revealed after a long sad delay for the people of Grenfell shall not fade away shall not fade away there's another one like that plus. on um, Liverpool Road isn't there um, I don't Co know. Coaching horses oh, or something. Oh, yeah. I've never been, but Is it good? I was actually I've asked to been. run that open mic. Right, night. no, I've seen it advertised loads everywhere. Yeah, and even on Join My Band, they advertise on that every week to say, we need musicians to come down. So well, let me just go back to what I was saying, yeah. because we're, struggle we're talking about struggling about getting people to the pubs. Really, really good venues, mm. really, really good music. I wanted to be there because somebody special was there that I needed to perform mm. to, that mm. I wanted to perform to. So I'm saying, you know, I'm reaching out to people and saying, you've got to come this open mic night. It's amazing. Come in the shuttle bus and it's it's going to be £10 there and back, but you're guaranteed a great night. Mm. We've got live music from 9 o'clock to midnight. It's going to be £10 each. Everybody is like, yeah, yeah, that's great, that's great. You know, you get to a couple of days before and people are dropping out. Did exactly the same thing the week after organised it again people well, are just dropping out I did the same thing this week I had well, it organised again I, I'm actually willing to I was willing to put my hand in my pocket and pay a certain amount of it myself well that's to what get I'm going back to this back. pay to play hard. the only way to do that is pay people won't buy tickets people won't you know pay for things like I know but you won't. if the venue is making money from it though so the venue have got to I pay know, I, I agree 100% but they won't they we have to that's where we have to be good salespeople yeah. because we are literally selling it to mm. the people that run the venue and we're not just it's not just about selling either it's about educating so what I did with the Saris, and I've never done this before because I'm just not savvy on the business side of it at all. I've got some friends that are much better at negotiating and just basically going in there and aiming a price than me. Yeah. You know, I'm the sort of person that's going in there and offering to do it for 40 quid and do it for but the first two months to But you are like me, you are doing it because <laughs> you love doing it. Yeah. And you're not doing it to make money out of it. But, but when you can see that the venue's making loads of money, yeah, I know just... how it feels because you're putting up your... You've, you've put yeah, it's so much work. time it's, in you're getting that first one busy. And then they go and change the date on it. And for all who we are coming for And for all who knew we are coming for Has the 21st century turned the clock back? You're not really that. You're not very valued, really. No, no, you don't. Even though they're making a lot of money on the bar, yeah, they, you could set up an open mic night, put tons and tons of effort into getting it busy. There was an open mic night that I ran once, and it was that busy. No more people could get in the bar. Yeah. They had to have a cut off where it was like you couldn't get any more people in the bar. And um, to see the place that busy and to be getting paid £60 to come from 6 o'clock till yeah. 1 o'clock in the morning, yeah. it is quite disheartening. Absolutely. But at the same time, it does give you great exposure as well as an artist. And it also really helps a lot of other artists because it gives them a platform where they can go and perform in front of a big audience. Mm. But the people that run the venue should definitely be more fair. If oh, absolutely. absolutely. If you put in a lot of effort into it. Well, a friend of mine, he does. And you're one. not getting a much he always, he always comes to my open mics. He's he's great. 
and he runs one well he runs loads but he runs one in particular over in Beechwood and I've started to go to that and it is absolutely fabulous yeah it's just I've been to maybe three or four of them now yeah there was a pool well you've got to remember as well sorry to interrupt but I'm just on a thought here what you've got to remember as well though is that the people that come down to the open mic night don't get paid absolutely and you have to respect that so for Mm. me personally getting paid a low wage to do the night kind of worked out because then at least I'd, I wouldn't feel guilty <laughs> running the open mic night but it is a it's a lot of work that you're putting in and well, people are having, well, having a good night I'm, out from it. I'm glad you said that because my whole philosophy of it is and people say to me why on earth do you take all this equipment I'm actually going to take these now just the tops but I've been taking these yeah and, I was, and, and people have said to me I can see your professionalism you're taking digital desk and all this sort of thing why don't you just take a little guitar amplifier and put it all through it would be so much easier to carry around. Do you just be copying some what somebody else and has I, said? And I said I don't want to do that I said because yes I've got people coming down who the likes of so-and-so he can do any open mic and with the worst equipment in the world and he will still sound great mm-hmm. because he's done it for years and so will he and so will someone but there are people who get up who've never done it before and they're really scared but they want to try and if they sound absolutely dreadful because of the equipment you got is shy mm-hmm. then they're never going to do it again but if you put them through decent gear and they think they sound half decent themselves they're going to yeah. come back and do the next one yeah. so my theory is just make them sound as absolutely good as possible because yeah. if you don't, they're not going to come back. I and mean, it takes a lot it's of It's nothing courage. worse than playing at an open mic night when the sound's off. Absolutely. So that's why I take all this gear, although I'm not going to take this to the red line. I'm just going to take these tops. These, yeah. are, these are good enough. Personally, I find that giving biscuits out and <laughs> right, taking yeah. a bubble machine, yeah. wearing roller skates yeah. and having themes also well, helps. Well, I, I absolutely wholeheartedly agree with you <laughs> because what I noticed about you when I first became aware of you was the roller skate thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it made you stand out because of that. Yeah. And and so it's a gimmick. And, it does and actually a, make you taller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a, it's a gimmick that works. I'm all for gimmicks. Yeah. All, all for gimmicks. And if it works, it works. And, and it clearly did work. I couldn't tell you anything. I couldn't tell you much. I should have told you everything. Not good enough. I wanted to tell everyone. About every touch and how you've turned me around, how you've turned this song upside down, and how you make me make me the city lights, make me the city in there a lot he doesn't drink in there so much these days but he used to drink in there a lot and so i'd go down and see him and I just thought it's tiny this place with little rooms and little alcoves and i thought prior to coming down to that one i came down to the first one i just thought there's no room in there how are you going to get anybody to yeah. do an open mic in there but then i went in and just thought right because oh, i was right because he's moved the performers are really squashed in that yeah. middle bit it's not there now obviously because they've changed it but into a prosecco and gym bar yeah but hadn't you because weren't you in the big bar at the back initially but that one time i came down we've, you've been pushed to the side for some reason yeah so what happened so. that night the night that you came that we did the george michael yeah, night yeah. um went down five o'clock six o'clock set up 
just about to sound check the guitar must have been about half past seven keep in mind the night starts at eight half eight and um there was a party that was in that little side room right. when you walk in through the back oh, door was yeah. there was a party in there oh no there was a party to arrive and it was something like 80 people or oh, it was a lot of people and some of the people were disabled so they were in wheelchairs and they were gonna like they said no no we can do this we can do this basically what happened the night had been double booked mm. um the landlady blesser came to me in an absolute tither and about half past seven and i could see it coming a mile off oh my god oh my god oh my god please 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 can you help can you help um we can't fit the people in there can we move them into this room and you into that room i'm like yes of course we can stay calm but we have to get all of this equipment out of this room put it in one of the little other alcove rooms move them into this room set it up it wasn't a good situation, but what was really good about it, when all the other musicians were showing up, they could see what was happening. So everybody came together and helped. So as a night, like a community night, it worked a lot better because everybody was I would absolutely, do you remember the, um, oh, the def, is it def, oh, is it definitely maybe album? Or, or it, might even, it might even be one of the music videos from one, one of the songs on that album, sorry. I think it's Live Forever. Right. Um, Liam is sat on a chair, which is oh, like attached to yeah, the wall. Yeah, yeah. I think that would just forever, be, yeah. I mean, talking yeah. about gimmicks, yeah, yeah. that would be amazing. Yeah. I did actually ask Saracen's head, I said, if I buy an umpire's chair, <laughs> One that people can climb up onto. <laughs> and if I get people to sign a health and safety disclosure agreement before they, ent- they get up on there, can I do this? And they were like, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> but I just thought that would be so cool, wouldn't it? Mm. Wouldn't it be It'd be a little bit dangerous, but it yeah. would be cool. I think that yeah. the coolness of doing that would outweigh the dangerous. I think so. And I'm all, all going on. I know, I'm with you on that one, but I, I just know. So it's something just, that you want, something that's fun and unusual as no, well. No pub wants the risk. No landlord or landlady would, would, would want the risk of yeah. being sued for 50 grand. They're just not going to go for it. So <laughs> anything that is and in any way, that's, that's why I don't know how you got away with it. the most that this would be a venue that was just open mic night venue and it would be amazing if i had money i'd do this just get a, like a stanner sterlift railing built into one of the side of the walls and have people playing going up and down well, it's funny you should say that because i wanted to open up 
in Stotsneath an acoustic cafe. Now, I know we've got one now in town. Yeah. But I wanted to open up, and I was going to call it acoustic cafe. And where we've now got the olive tree in Stotsneath, that's what was the bank, I thought, well, that's seems like it but that's probably too big but across the road from directly across the road from there was another bank I can't remember which bank it was HSBC or whatever it was and that's been up for sale for ages and I thought I could I could get that I couldn't afford it but I'd take some of the money out and set it all up with the equipment and just have it as an acoustic lounge yeah I know where you could mean, do it that would mean I wouldn't have to keep carting the gear around all yeah I'll just leave it there yeah and have it all that's set what I, up that's what I did it the Saracen's head, but when the basement flooded, mm. I lost a lot mm. of gear. So you take that risk, don't you, if yeah. you're not looking after it yeah. yourself. But also I thought, I wonder how much it would be, and I looked it up, and they wanted, hang on, about 130 grand a year just for the rent. And, and that's, bef- that's before you've even switched the lights on. Well... It's out, just out of, out of range, yeah. completely. What I think bars should do... Well, that said, I'm sorry, we're getting all philosophical yeah. now, but say, so like, you've got the barbers in Stockton Heath, I don't know what it's wrong, called. But <laughs> so let's th- say one of the first ones, if you're coming into Stockton Heath yeah. and you've got the Manchester ship behind yeah. you, one yeah. on the left-hand side yeah. there, yeah. they should moonlight the business in the evening and have it as a bar, so all of the... Obviously, the razor blades and everything get put away and all of the shaving equipment, but wouldn't that be really cool if at a certain yeah. time of the day yeah. it just turned into a bar? Yeah. So in the daytime, people are getting their hair cut, and then in the nighttime, it turns into a bar. There is a a, it's a new that's a really co- good idea. There's a new coffee shop in Latchford, and it's called Rebel, Rebel really? House Rebel Coffee. Right, and where no is one's it? There. It's where the station used to be, the station pub. It's really nice in there. Oh right, excellent. Rebel House Coffee, right? It's right on the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's nobody. When did they, it open? Well, oh, it opened about. I think it's been open for two months now. Right. It's been open, there's been a coffee shop there for a good while, but it's just changed over owners. What, in there? Yeah, in there. I had no idea that they was They didn't a have shop. a sign, I don't think they had a sign out, I just but assumed it Rebel was... House Coffee have actually put a sign right. saying Fantastic. Rebel House Coffee. I had a chat with them the other week because I wanted to go in and do some artwork on the wall mm. for them. Went in, said I'd do it free of charge. I've had the idea because it's called Rebel House Coffee to have. Don, oh sorry, um, what's his name? Who's that really famous musician that <laughs> is a famous folk musician. singer? Uh, he's folk. got a really um, nasally voice. Dylan. And he's a rebel, yeah, Dylan. Um, right. <laughs> I was thinking. This Bob, Alzheimer's is getting to you. Isn't I know, it? <laughs> it's really bad. Bob Dylan, you know, remember how he did the video of the, for the, the um, flick things, yeah. 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 What's it called, that song? That was, that was um, Subterranean Blues. Yeah, it? Subterranean Blues. I should know that because we're going to be using some of that in the music video that we do for the Black Tower of right. London song that we're going right. to London to film next week. That's going to take a bit of synchronisation, isn't it, to get it right? Yeah, I think he uses a mirror. If you if you look if you watch that video, he's looking to the oh, top gosh. right of his eye a lot. Right. So I think he's got somebody holding the mirror, so he can always see what's there. What's there. Oh, yeah. of course, that's how it's done. I think so. Mm. I was thinking for Rebel House Coffee because there's a wall as you walk in on the right hand side. Bob Dylan holding the Rebel House right. Coffee um, logo because they want something with the logo. I might go there this afternoon just to see what it's like. Yeah, go and have a look. Basically, coming back to businesses moonlighting or something in the evening, wouldn't it take the financial weight off them if they leased it out in the evening and it was a little, still the same well, still the well, same type of venue, serving coffee and drinks, had, but uh, an had, acoustic I did, venue? I'm going back about 15 years ago now. I had a similar idea 
called piggybacking, piggyback business. Yeah. But not to the extent that you're talking about. I think that's great what you're talking about. But my idea at the time was sharing things like business cards. You know, you can get them now for pennies now. <laughs> but at the time, business cards, 20 years ago, so we get... Tell me cards. more. I don't... How does this it work? Like, it, was like, it was like 500 cards. quid to get, you know, business oh, cards you. printed. Yeah. So I, I thought just, you meant actually sharing the same business cards. No, no. But no. Well, you do. Like you've got two lots of information no, on no, the same card. There's two sides to a business card. Oh, yeah. So you, as, say, a plumber... Yeah. You put your details on one side yeah. and you share the printing costs with a plasterer on the other side. Yeah. So you're piggybacking off each other's, you know, similar businesses. You yeah. There's no point doing it with a company who's got nothing to do with you. Yeah. Although it's possibly a reason to do it that way. It would be quite confusing for somebody like me who's suffering from Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> But I just thought it would be a great idea to do that. It wouldn't work now, that, because... People you, aren't using them as much. You no, know, well... Salespeople are still using them, yeah. aren't they? But, Obviously salespeople, but yeah. I mean, like, more like business development but you're, managers. But you're right, but most people don't types. bother with business cards now. But that said, even if they do bother with business cards, you can get a 1,000 printed up for about 30 quid these days. So yeah. there's no point sharing the cost. But what you're talking about, piggybacking the actual premises, that's great. Yeah, because the cost is massive, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So if you can split the cost Absolutely. and make it work, but then you probably get the landlord putting the cost up on alcohol sales mm. a lot of premises haven't got alcohol license i tell you where has got an alcohol license now, station view right because i don't know him but i know his mate alex something or other early last year he got robbed from his place in latchford yeah so i saw it on facebook and i thought oh it must it's be really bad that isn't it I, thought, I was absolutely devastated for him i thought he must be devastated yeah. so i set up a uh, fundraiser oh was him. that you yeah so i gave him i said uh, i can't remember how much it was 100 quid or 150 quid whatever it was just to start oh, it well off done. that's and brilliant i, I feel awful because i said i was going to donate and well, I didn't. I, well it, i said how much do you need and he said oh, i'll need a grand just to get the computer i want yeah and it so did. it's a crowd funding yeah it was a, i can't remember what i set it up on i think i set it up to get a, a thousand quid for him and i put the money in first of all and then everybody else got oh, 10 pound here five pound there and, he, and i don't think he quite got the thousand and i was a bit worried about that because i thought the way it worked is if you don't meet the target that you set yeah the money has to go back oh god don't say that and that's the way i understood it worked but no it doesn't work like that does it well please I, don't say that that's I th how I crowd think, surfing works I, th I think that is the way it's supposed to work i find out i'll but ask dave what, but from what i understood from alex he, he, he got to something like 830 quid yeah. And then his, his gran or somebody just said, oh, right, well, if that's the case, I'll just put the, it to make it to a thousand. Yeah. So that's I think that's how it worked. Oh, bless you. So, I didn't give anything to that. That's really mm. tight. I wanted to give, mm. I kept meaning to give 50 pounds and then mm. I was a bit skint and then I just didn't well, do it. Well, that's just how it no, is. No, I was gutted about yeah, that. But I thought, it God, was, if that um, had happened to me, I would yeah. hope somebody would help me out. I don't know that they wouldn't. Do you know what I think was really upsetting about that? They knew
album and mm. because I'm a mum, I couldn't do... It was time. A, my, yeah, my husband's a chef and at the time he was working... Where's he at? Where's he at? Well, he's at Barclays Bank up in Knutsford. Right. So he's pretty much at the moment like doing nine to five-ish hours. Well, it's half past seven till half past four, Monday to Friday, which is kind of like, it's really good. It's gold dust in the chefing industry. Mm on a salary working nine to five but at the time he was working at the in the restaurant village hotel so oh, right, right. if you can imagine at the weekends that's his busiest time he's yeah. in at the weekends he'd get one weekend mm. off in a month which is fair so for me to do open mic night and also go in the studio once a month on a sunday because i was just doing one day each month to record the album over a year that's what was supposed to happen I had to quit open mic night at the Sarah's because I just couldn't do it. It was costing me like eighty pounds just mm. for the for the babysitter whilst I went to go and record in the wow. studio. So how much do they charge? Yeah. Babysitting's eighty quid. Well I'm getting into babysitting. That would be a f <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's a full day, so I that ba Crikey. the babysitter would uh, be with us from eight o'clock in the morning mm. till what five o'clock. So we saved loads of money because when our girls were growing up, because yeah. I worked from home, so I took them to school in the morning, yeah. brought them home, yeah. looked after them because yeah. I, I was a teacher, I'm not now, so I was looking after them. Yeah. And any problems during the day, I'm on hand. Yeah. ridiculous complaints at that open mic night really really just like some of the complaints were ridiculous like one of the performers and it was an he is an absolute in my opinion an amazing performer and as a musician i think i'm in a better position to judge whether or not they're a good performer yeah, yeah. but music is music but yeah. they were complaining that he was singing in a language <laughs> they, they didn't understand one of the songs that he sang would be called Je suis la tomate. It was sung in French. Oh, so anybody with half a brain would actually really enjoy that song and know that, you know, it's he's singing about tomatoes. You've got to be very diplomatic and quite good at dealing with people. Yeah. I don't think there's been a lot of negativity at open mics, but you have had idiots that... Yeah you know, think it's funny to, like, heckle mm. musicians. But they are really idiots and they just embarrass themselves at the end mm. of the day. Or people talking really loudly right yeah. next to somebody that stood there performing. Yeah. You know, yeah. you have to deal with that in the way that you think is best suitable. Mm. I encourage people of all different levels to get up mm. and perform at open mic nights, well, and I think that is really well, important. Well, that's 100% uh, with you. And then going back to what I said before about using taking decent gear and making the timid ones who would, oh, can I, oh, I don't know whether it should, making them sound as good as possible. Yeah. Because what's the point in just putting them through some battered old gear? Going back well, to set the, the set sound for them and then yeah. take a step back because yeah. I've had some bloopers where I've got new equipment and I actually, you know, I'm panicking and yeah. I actually don't know yeah. how to use yeah. the equipment. Yes. I've had some yeah. nights where the sound's not been great. When I saw your comments about people don't go to an open mic on a Wednesday, I think that if you make that, uh, people will yeah. change. Yeah. I, what I used to see at the Bali on a Wednesday night, I mean, this is going back I think it's years. different in the town centres. It is going, yeah, true. Town centres are You know, different. you're right, you're right. Yeah. 
going back 20 years ago, what I would say was people actually making their night out a Wednesday yeah. night. So switching the night out, we're not actually going to go out on a Saturday night anymore. We're going to go out on a Wednesday no, because it was so good. No, you're talking about customers. Yeah. I'm talking about musicians. I say it's hard, very hard, yeah. to get musicians to turn up Tuesdays and Wednesdays because yeah. they've been working Friday, Saturday, Sundays. Yeah. And their partner says, you're coming out again on a Tuesday. We don't have a weekend, so yeah. our weekend is Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah. Why are you going out? Oh, I like playing. So it was all that. Yeah. And I have so many musicians. I've never looked at it from that point of view. Uh, musicians have said that to me. Don't yeah. do it on a Tuesday and Wednesday because yeah. I ain't going out on a Tuesday and Wednesday because yeah. I just get so much earache if I do. Thursday night's a good night, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, well, people are starting to... But... I think Thursday night was when I did April's Bar, which is the bar I was telling you about, oh. um, where it was really busy. Yeah. April's Bar is next door to Wilkie's Tavern. It's not there anymore. It's now called, I think it's still called the Music Bar, and then it moved over to the old townhouse. But it was a lovely little venue. Anyway, I'm I'm gagging to hear this song live. I'm sure you are. So, <laughs> let me listen to it, because I'm going to use... <laughs> The, the version you sent me, the, the studio version of it, yeah. later as well. But okay. I want to hear you do it live as well. Okay. So, first of all, because we haven't said yet, just say who you are and why you're doing it, etc, etc, and then do it. Okay, so I'm Vicky Williams, and last year on the 14th of June, there was a fire at Grandfell Tower, and it basically just destroyed the building and many people's oh, lives. Oh, and how many is it? About 67 or something, wasn't it? I think it's 71. Was it 71? It has changed mm. a number of times. It looms high above London, shadows its shame, casting a shroud over undisclosed names, compact in their tomb. The dead cannot speak as their loved ones are misled. With each passing week, it's a modernised, give it on a show for the news. Survivors are ignored, disdained and abused It's a government embarrassment that they cannot hide Unlike those poor souls who are trapped deep inside Has the 21st century turned the clock back? Please. 
fathers to those white hall fat cats who think they only count to the budget price council who saved the vast amounts well done all shall be revealed after a long sad delay but the people of Renfell shall not fade away you shall not fade away Deep inside 